Big and hungry. Yeah! Des Moines, Iowa. I'll be there April 30, May 1st, Phoenix, Arizona. I got The Rock. I got The Rock in Tucson, May 5th, Cinco de Mayo. And then I'm in Phoenix, CB Live, Copper Blues Live, May 6th through the 9th. Get your tickets at BrianCallen.com. And then I will be at the DC Improv. Who knows if this is going on by then, right? I mean, will we chop these out? Fuck it. I'll be at the DC Improv April 29th through May 1st at the DC Improv with our good friend Bill Crawford from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then uh, May 13th through the 15th, I'll be at the Raleigh Improv uh, with some good friends, Court McCowan and Two Tree Hill. A great musical duo. They're fucking awesome. And then uh, May 19th, we will be doing a Big and Hungry podcast at Zany's Nashville. Always excited. We got some special guests for that. And then May 26th, we'll be at the Brea Improv doing a Big and Hungry podcast right here in Southern California. So come out to the brand new Brea Improv. And then May 28th, 29th, going back to my favorite city to perform in Las Vegas, downtown of Fremont Street, backstage bar and billiards. If you're looking to get to Vegas this summer, come out with me. And once again, if you come up to me after the show and give me keyword Mandragon, we are instantly doing a shot of Jameson together. Ooh, so like that's it. the deal. So come out to Vegas. Mandragon. And I'll be with Gary Cannon. And Mandragon is It's a great show. Fucking you and Gary. Holy shit. Listen, gonna, this is the we're Big doing and it. Hungry podcast. We're in the middle right? of it. We're in the middle of it. Whenever you say, let me know when you're ready, that's when we're ready. Because when you say go, Brian, believe me. We go. We've been fucking waiting for you. We go. We follow the leader. Your jacket, boy. I see you have a lot of jackets, bro. Yeah, I do have a lot of jackets. I like that. Now, that's a Japanese-made jacket, I think, right? No. Okay. (laughs) I wear a lot of sweatshirts. (laughs) I like soft cotton or cashmere on my body. Yeah. I like to be form-fitting somewhat, Okay. (laughs) Okay. You uh, you have what, good taste. Reason? You have a good body for clothes. I've told you this before. You're you're fit. No, I don't have a good body for clothes. You have a good body. You have longer legs, and you're very you're very proportioned. You're and you've lost weight. I'm giving you a compliment. <laughs> okay. I can see it in your face. You no longer look like a a bloated river man. I had to do something. I yeah. had to do. So- it got to the point where it's like, I'm going to end up in Walmart. Yeah. With no pants on in about six months if I don't get this shit together. Steve almost got in a fight with a, a heavy person. And and he was well, uh, there. You can't just come out of the gates. No, I know. You got to give somebody some mozzarella sticks before you bring them the tomahawk. I'm going to give the, the, the mozzarella sticks are that we made plans to have dinner. No. Well, yeah. Oh, we made plans. Yeah. And I follow through. Yeah. And you're still at your fucking house. No, because two hours later. you made. Nope. No, because nope. we didn't know. The bottom line is you wanted only one thing. Okay. Food. And that was the window or high ho burgers. You wanted burgers. I and that's okay. Eat. Once you get burgers in your brain, you can't. <laughs> you, everything true. else is bullshit. So I'm like, let's go to an Italian restaurant. You're like, oh, we could do. You got to watch this. He goes like this. No, we could do that. I mean, yeah. Well, if you guys want. Meaning, meaning. Fuck! I got burgers on my brain. <laughs> no, I and then I anything you suggest, anything. like, well, we go to Jelena. He's like, yeah, expensive, right? I mean, whatever you guys want to do. I mean, we could do that. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, or or not, or we can go to the, just get a burger. Burgers on your brain. And I said to you finally, I go, dude, you got burgers on your brain because your eyes don't lie. I can see, <laughs> I can see when you're not interested, and I could see that your eyes were like burgers, but you were like, it's like this. It's like if I hate somebody, but I'm forced to say I love them, 
I love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you. I was not like I that love about you. I love you. Yeah, I love you. No, I was not like that about. I love you. I love you. I mean, hey, yeah. It's like when you're in a relationship and you're not in love with the person. They're like, "Do you love me?" <laughs> kind of a question is that? Ask I mean, me if, yeah. Ask, ask me if I'm having fun doing this podcast. You having fun doing this podcast? Yeah, I'm having a good time. <laughs> is that what you mean? <laughs> that is exactly. <laughs> That's not true. I would have eaten anything last night. I was famished. I was ready to rock and roll. I wanted to eat. I'm the opposite of you. Yeah. I'm the opposite of you. You come to Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah. And I'll pick you up. Yeah. It's like, Brian, let's go. Hot Nashville hot chicken. Great barbecue. Brian, what do you want to do? Every single fucking Mojo tacos. Mojo tacos. Every time. Mojo tacos. And does not disappoint. Never, does not disappoint. Never disappoints, Every right? single time. God it damn. is pretty great. That queso? Oh. The, the fucking, those, those, the carnitas, that cauliflower, Korean cauliflower, whatever it is, taco? You think it's bad? Dude, ask it, me, ask me about the Korean cauliflower taco, and I will answer like a woman that just had a mimosa at brunch that she she's never had this before in her life. What do you think of the uh, Korean cauliflower taco at Mojo Tacos? Mm. That's it. Mm. Yeah, because you made those. You made a lot of mm sounds. <laughs> yeah. You made a lot of yummy I, sounds. I a lot of yummy sounds. All the yummy sounds came out. That food's oh my perfect. God. That it's food's great. perfect. You never feel bloated and full. No, it's made from you just scratch. Feel like, I feel healthy. This is good. Yeah, it's made from scratch. The two tacos. That's it. I know. And the tortillas. <laughs> Sorry. The tortillas. <laughs> Dude. The tortillas. <laughs> Are so fucking good, dude. <laughs> Honestly. Okay. The whole thing is so good, dude. Yeah, it I, is great. It makes the me vibe. happy. The vibe. The vibe's great. The staff's nice. I want to live in Franklin. I don't blame you. I want to live in Franklin. It's a pretty great place. I really do. Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. Uh, I've learned a word, all y'all. It's great. All y'all. I've never, you know, you're used to saying everybody or maybe you hear y'all. Yeah. But down south, it's all y'all. All y'all. And I've learned that all y'all never comes out when it's something positive, like who's getting waffles? All y'all. All y'all happens when someone's getting kicked out of a bar. It's like, sir, you gotta leave. You gotta leave now. Oh yeah? Well, fuck all y'all. Yep. That's when all y'all yep. comes out. Yep, yep, yeah. That's always when you're done with everybody. I'm fucking <laughs> done with you. All y'all. That's right. And you guys, you guys can find another coach. All y'all. <laughs> and then you leave. That's, That's how it is. You know what I mean? I'm not having sex with, with any of you. All y'all can find somebody else to fuck. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. All y'all is a great word. I, uh, dude, I'll tell you something. We obviously live here in Los Angeles. There is not one, there is not one, and I will repeat this, there's not one store in Hollywood or Los Angeles dedicated to to a television show. Not one. Think of all the great shows. There's not yeah. a Friends store. There's nah, not a Seinfeld thank store. Thank God, by the way. I'll never walk into any of those. Nashville, Tennessee. I went and did Raylan Nelson's podcast. This is Willie Nelson's granddaughter, who I met on Josh Wall's show. She's incredibly talented, super sweet. Her and her, her partner, whose name is escaping me right now, we film it at the Willie Nelson Museum. Next door to the Willie Nelson Museum, if you had to guess what Southern television show has a museum slash souvenir shop, and it's more a souvenir shop. What yeah. would you guess? And either of you, please jump in on this. 
so so there's a, so in the museum there's a there's a, there's a, there's a there it's really a, a souvenir shop but there's a museum in the back that has you know little things about certain episodes this? Yes. What happened? Is this it's, not? It's for you motherfucker. Dude. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Sorry. All right. We... We'll put something there. You just put a visual there. I'll put there. a fun picture of... All yeah. right. Put a fun picture. We had to just pause for a second because <laughs> fucking Anthony forgot that we had conspiracy There's nothing club. here now. There was a picture here, God but now there's nothing here. It. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. Um. <laughs> wait, so... so the, the museum is what? It's not the William Nelson Museum. It's the... No, next to the William Nelson Museum by Grand Old Opry, there is a store dedicated to a television show that took place in the South. I will give you... Oh. I will give you each one oh, guess. Little House on the Prairie. What would you guess no, it is? Not Little House on the Prairie. Not Little House on the Prairie. It's uh, Dukes of Hazard. Yes, it is. Yeah, Dukes <laughs> of Hazard. It is Dukes of Hazard. They had the Dukes of Hazard uh, store. It's called Cooters. Sure. Named after the tow truck driver. Uh-huh. Cooters Cooter. tow truck is out front. And as soon as you By the walked, way, I've heard cooter used for boozy from vagina. <laughs> well, and then she would, and I could see her cooter. That's, that's the French word for vagina. Well, that's correct? how a guy talks about a, a cooter he doesn't know. And I, I, she gets out of the car and I can see her cooter <laughs> staring at me in the, in the and I'm like, you got, I, how do you think it's okay to show your cooter to a stranger? That's, that's when you, that's the context you use cooter in. Right. Yeah. Or yeah. a tow truck driver. Yeah, my car, you. my car broke down. Who the fuck are we gonna call? You know you gotta call Cooter. Yeah, call Coot. Call Cooter. Yeah. So Cooter, Cooter's got the tow truck, and you walk in, and it's generally shit everywhere. So basically, if you want to buy something from there and get canceled, that's where you go before you say fuck all y'all to Hollywood. Yeah. You get dressed up in all this Confederate generally shit. Come yeah. to Hollywood, say fuck all y'all, get back on the plane, and go anywhere else yep. you want. Uh, Hollywood's already a snake eating its own tail. Hollywood might might peter out in its own way, as as everybody has means to their own production. Either way, um, my dad yesterday went to the. I call him up and he goes, "I'm in the Museum of Musical Instruments." Cooters, Cooters, <laughs> Museum of Music. I'm going to call him right now and ask him because I was like, "Oh, did you not have a gun to stick in your mouth? Like, h- how boring could that be?" You were in the museum of fucking. I don't think that'd be that that boring. I'm I would him. be very interested to hear how a tuba, a trumpet, a clarinet is formed. Hey, uh, Big Mike. Sir. Um, you know, I was talking to my buddy Steve here on the podcast, and uh, you know, you were at the museum of of musical instruments. Is that what it was yesterday? And our host is right here with me now, yes. Fascinating. <laughs> Fascinating. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Why did your host think yeah. it was okay to take you to a museum about musical instruments, and what did you learn? <laughs> I'm just my asking. Host knows part, my, my host knows aspects of my character that you would never understand. Right. But have you had have you ever had a better time in just sitting in traffic than you did yesterday, or did you actually? I'm just curious because I'm fascinated. I, I I enjoyed it. Did you? 
What's yeah. the purpose of this phone call? Is it to make fun of your father? <laughs> I, I'm just, I'm just. It's certainly I'm, not for entertainment. Purposes. I'm just wondering why. What, what did you? What was the most fascinating? I've got to run to the bathroom again. If okay. You can just. But if there was one instrument you could play after being at the Museum of Musical Instruments, what would it be? Steinway piano. That's a good call, right there. Yep. That's a good That's call. That's the one. The Steinway piano is a good call. Let me ask you this: Why a Steinway and not the Go other? Ahead, ask me that. Why a Steinway and not the other instruments? Oh, why a Steinway? No, wait, the, wait. Why I a Steinway? Like, I like all the instruments. I, you know, I could explain to you. I could get into some of the uh, more sophisticated detail of why you would want one versus another, but it would go so far over your head. Yeah, or I fall, or I fall asleep. I don't want to hit my head on the on the table. All right, well, listen, this has been a great conversation. Um, I'll see you in a bit. I always appreciate quality time with you. <laughs> you got it. Bye. All right, hold on. Sorry. Sorry. Steve got so bored just hearing that. How the fuck do they make a... How do they make a museum for musical instruments? I'd be, I would be. I would go to see that. I, I would, would never go to a museum. When you're on the road, you don't go to museums? Fucking... No, I go. To I museums. went in Kentucky, or no, in Cincinnati, or was it in wherever it was? I went to the Muhammad Ali Museum, or I went. That's in, in Louisville. Yep, I went to that. That's a great one. I went to there's a, the African American Museum. I went to that. I'll never go to that. Yeah, that was interesting. I don't like them, Brian. Museum. I'm on record. No, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Museums in general to me are fucking boring. Shut the fuck up. What do you? You've like? never gone to the DC Improv and said. The mall is right outside my door. Yeah, I've been to all those museums. I can go to those museums. Well, I was are I went to college. Fantastic. The Smithsonian. Yeah. The Air and true. Space. That's true. I went to I went to uh that's true because And I, they're free. Yeah, I went to uh college down there. So yeah. Cincinnati. Yeah, you can learn. Are, a lot. Do you know do you know the museum in Cincinnati? Look. It is the uh African American museum that's the one I went of to. slavery. And if you're white and you want to feel like a piece of shit, yep. Go to that museum and you will you'll be like, I get it. Yep. I get it. I went to it. I get it. We're good guys. I got it. <laughs> I went to it. We are bad people. Human beings have always enslaved. Oh my you know. god. But I I um I I still Let's talk find about slavery museums, for the next hour. I find museums boring. You're out of your mind. I really? seem like you would be into it. I, you yeah. would, and it would seem like you wouldn't be into it. I wouldn't be. I, well, I'm How are you all of a sudden into museums? Because a lot of them have, next to the gift shop, a pretty great restaurant. I knew it. <laughs> I knew <laughs> it. No, I don't know. You go to museums for the food. No, when I was younger, for sure, I was just like, you know, you'd go out, you drank, you party, and then that was in my 20s. In my 30s, I was like, I'm in these cities. I should maximize my time and really get to know it. So, yeah, I'm in St. Louis. I got to get a picture by the arch, Then I'll see what else is here, yeah. and I'll try to find a fun museum. I I think the Negro League Baseball Museum is in St. Louis, I believe. Um, did you see th the Liberty Bell when you were in Philly? I did see the Liberty Bell in Philadelphia. Me too. I went to, I took the um, the museum tour of Constitutional Hall, and I have never laughed so fucking hard in my life. I was there with a comedian named Ryan Dalton, who I went to Kent State University with, and great comic. And we go, I'm like, I'm seeing everything today. So we go to the Constitutional Hall. I am hungover. I am beyond sick, but I'm like, I want to go do this, okay? Yeah. Because I did it in like first grade on a field trip and didn't take anything. And so I go, and there's a man at the entrance. He's a tour guide, and he's dressed up like a park ranger. 
He's dressed up like you would you would see it like, you know, a, a campground in, in California, right? He's yeah. got the whole get up on. He's got these thick Coke bottle glasses. They're it, the thickest glasses I've ever seen in my life. And so I was kind of like looking at him like, wow, what a character. I mean, like if you're in yeah. casting, you would cast this guy. Yeah. And then he pulls out his notes and he reads, he reads, Welcome to Constitutional. He literally holds it up to his uh-huh. face because he cannot fucking read and the glasses are so thick. So he must be legally blind. And he's got it right here. I'm not joking. And he's reading it. And I fucking could not stop laughing. I, for some reason, I don't know why, I just That's lost like, my I saw, shit. That's like, I saw a guy in the airport who was yeah. a grown man, probably 25, 26. Yeah. He was an Eagle Scout and he had his Eagle Scout no. outfit on. I swear to God, look up Eagle Scout. He no, had his Eagle. I swear to God, a grown man. Just, he was a grown man. I was like, and that's was like it November first. That's a high rank. He was hung over. It was November first. It's he, a high rank. Get join the army, motherfucker. What are you doing? <laughs> join the army, you procrastinating motherfucker. He was probably he was like a troop leader, and he had Eagle Scout on. And I was like, oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Now, if my son is <clears throat> look. It is what it is. I'm not going to say anything bad. In the 50s, that was probably like uh, the thing to do. Not, like not you go even. bowling and your son goes to the Boy Scouts. Yeah, until you reach 12. And then after that, it is what it yeah, is. Yeah, once you throw a curly one on the soap, it's time to grow the fuck up probably. and meet a girl. Throw your skateboard Get your away. fingers if wet. If you can shave, don't be on a skateboard and probably don't be in the Boy Scouts. That's yeah. what I'm saying. If you can, Once you can shave, you got to stop. You got you <laughs> to stop. Shave. Yeah. Yeah. Once you can shave, no more skateboards, no mohawks, and no fucking Boy Scouts. It's just the way, it's just the rule in my household. Yeah. That'd be the rule in my household. Okay. Um, but let's get back to your night last night because Steve almost got in a fight because they took uh, electric bikes that you can rent, you know, you put them on your credit card, and they were in Venice. And then as soon as they got to Santa Monica, the bikes stopped working. <laughs> And the battery died. Oh, and they were still being charged. And Steve has Neaton, and he's all bunched up because he's had to compromise on three different restaurants. I'm nowhere to be found because me and my girl are grabbing a drink Blew to wait till these fucking guys make up their Blew minds. Because they had it was an hour away to Jolina. Now they're going, we're going to the library house. I go, fine, we'll meet you there. I'm waiting to hear wh- how, whether that has a line. Finally, I got a call. <laughs> Objection, the fucking, Your Honor. Blow the us off. fucking the the bikes are bikes. No, Stop. No, 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 no. I need you no, to come no. and get them. No, before you go off on this tirade, yeah. okay, I'll let, put a bookmark in this. Keep this yeah. on nice. Here's what happened. Yeah. Okay. We're going to Library Alehouse on Main Street because everything else falls to shit. Yeah. Okay. So we. But by we the way, go, Steve's going. We're going to the fucking Library Alehouse because there's a fucking wait in this fucking bullshit restaurant. <laughs> he's using the he's using the word fucking every. I'm like, damn, this guy right I'm now. I'm like Asian Joe Pesci. Yep. Right now he is not happy. I can tell you're already fucking. You're so, in a bad place. But we call you. Okay. Yeah. On these scooters, Brian's already supposed to be there. I call Brian up. I hear he's not in the car. I don't hear commotion in the background, and I know you're in your fucking living room. Hey, Brian. Yeah, we're going to our, our fucking bikes broke down. Where are you? Oh, Danny and I are still at home. We weren't at home. You were at home. I don't think you so. were at home. Okay. You were at home when I called you, and then you came to pick us up. Yes. And what happened was we got reservations at that Jelena place. Yeah. We went and put her name down. 
They said it's an hour wait. We put our names down just, and then we walked out. We said, "Fuck this, we're not. Yeah. We're gonna leave." Then we got on the scooters, went outside of Venice and, into and Santa Monica. And this is when we went to Barique. We went to Barique to go grab a drink and wait because I wanted a beer. I wanted a Peroni. Oh, that's nice. You could have done it with your boys, but it's no. Cool. I could have, but, so, but we weren't. You guys weren't there yet. You were like going. You were going. We're gonna go to the library <laughs> alehouse. I was like, but you're not really, are you? People go. People. People. And I said, people, go ahead people, and get a table. We'll meet you. No, people go like and and people talk like that when they're finding the truth, Brian. <laughs> When the officer pulls you over, yeah, why I, were you going so fast? Well, I, I, because I, 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 yeah, I'm late. Yeah, I'm, because my car, I had it on overdrive. Yeah. You lie when you sit Indian style. Do you know that? I didn't know that. You do. And <laughs> Dude, I'm telling I'm, you right now. I'm fucking, my chakras are so open right now. It's sick. No. <laughs> no, you only sit Indian style when you lie. And that's why this whole time we've been doing this podcast, you've only sat Indian style once. It's because you're fucking lying right Dude, now. Dude, it's because me. my chakras are so in line and my energy flow is crazy right now. And we're going to dinner tonight. I'm kind of excited about that. Does that happen? Yeah. Okay. I'm not taking a fucking scooter. I'll tell you that much. No, we're not. Okay, so then send so then Gary Cannon, comic and fucking hilarious. He did jam like in the band with us. I go, I said the I go, you know what my mother said I was telling a story? And Gary goes, That feels good. <laughs> you smell and you go, you smell like your dad? <laughs> I was like, you motherfuckers. It was the greatest fucking burn. You know what my mother said? That you that this feels good. <laughs> Gary Cannon is so fast. Gary's one of the things. fastest he's, human beings. He's so funny, dude. And he apparently he you guys, your scooters died and you were And we couldn't park it in Santa Monica. Yep. You could only park it in Venice. And you were blocking the way of a large a portly man, and the portly man who Gary was in the way, and the portly man went, Ah, for fuck's sake. Yeah. And then you... Like, he couldn't walk around. Yeah. He couldn't... You know, he saw we were dealing with this shit, and we were in his majesty's way. And you saw red. I, I went... And what did you say to him? I go, oh, tub, tub, sad, sad. <laughs> and then he gave you the finger without then looking at you. Then he kept walking and gave like you a the finger. bitter queen, and he went like this. And that's when I was like, I was just like, I want this fat fuck to turn around and look at me like a goddamn man. So I kept going, tub, tub, sad, sad. Saw we your days wooing, tub, tub. And he kept going and he kept going. He wouldn't look. And I saw him. He was far enough away. And then he was at that point where I was like, I'm a comedian. I should come up with something creative. I, but I just went, fuck you, dude. And that was it. Yeah, because you did that when I was there. <laughs> He was like, ah, oh, fuck you. I get there and he's still yelling at the guy, fuck you, dude. Oh, baby. I'm like, dude. It was one of those and moments. And then he picks where up the bikes that are really heavy, like, like, with, like they were they're super fucking heavy. light. They're not light. Yeah, but you were so mad that you had no problem. You took both the bikes and shoved them in my car and went, <laughs> drive me to Venice. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> All right. Then we get the bike. I wasn't that rude. We, they said, are your tables ready at Jelena? We get to Jelena. Our table's not ready. You fucking go, this is bullshit. I go, let's order some pizzas. 10 o'clock at night, he orders two massive pizzas and hot chicken. My asshole this morning was like, <laughs> <sighs> no more. I need water, please. No more. Holy well, shit, that on. was hot. Just before, I just want to That's why I'm sitting there. cross-legged. I, I just want to tell you, I, I don't think you're making me seem like I was a raging moron. I was not, I, I think I was as uh, controlled and as uh, much of a gentleman as I could you given cool. the circumstances. You were cool. This means I'm lying, by the way. It's a callback. It's oh. a physical joke. Um, missed it. But missed you know it. what? When everything went to shit, you finally came through. 
You were not, we were going to go eat dinner. We made plans to go to Library Alehouse. When we got there and our bikes broke down, instead of you being there and meeting us there like you were supposed to, you weren't. You were home. So it was great that you drove in your car to come pick us up instead of the plan was for you to be there. So it was great. I will, always, I will always follow through. Sort of. You weren't there. Okay. That's the point. I guess not. You dusted um, me. And much like this this what this is what happens to anybody watching. Okay, we'll drive here. Brian says, Do you have any topics? You want to discuss something? And I go, Yeah, I, I got a topic or two. Oh, what's the topic? And I mention it. And then he goes, Oh yeah, it could be this, it could be okay, save it for this, save it for the thing, save it for the thing. And then what I notice is I will come out and I will talk about slobs. Yeah. How America's getting to be slob like or whatever. And I will talk for maybe two minutes on it and I'll look at you and I'm waiting for you to jump in and then you just sit there and you look at me like you're looking at me right now and you don't contribute at well, all. Well, I don't know what to say about slobs and because I always feel me bad there. for people who are fat. I don't. And I fucking went after that fat pig yesterday at the crosswalk. He was probably on his way to get some cotton candy and some peanut M&Ms yep. and shove him up his asshole. <laughs> fat piece of shit. And you dusted me and these topics. And I, when your dad, when you, when you zoomed your dad, I did all the fucking heavy lifting. I was there with jokes. I was providing it to pick You're up right. the dead air you, of your father's you, Warren Buffett yeah, there goddamn was a, there was, Zoom call. There was a lot Very of intelligent. Uh, politics. I, I enjoyed his company. No, but I know what you mean. You did nothing. No, you, you, um, you are down on heavy people because you've been no, losing I'm not down weight. On heavy people. You've been losing weight. And so now I, I would say that's a little self-loathing. And now you're putting in no, the I've effort. Been that way. You're putting in the effort. You're putting in the effort. You're you're staying trim. And then you see you see, when you see like some you see people that are just doing the opposite makes you a little mad. No, it doesn't. No, no. Everybody. Here's the thing. When you're a comic, when you're whatever, you have the freedom to say whatever you want. You can do whatever you want. You can eat whatever you want. You yeah. can eat like a fat piece of shit. That's fine. But you're going to be a fat piece of shit. And so when yeah. respiratory issues are prevalent due to COVID-19 and everybody's going, why the fuck are we all getting sick? It's like, we all know why we're getting sick. We yeah. all know why Just be the numbers able to are say spiking. It. You should be Just allowed to say, say it. it. Yes. Get healthy. We as a nation, the health insurance crisis, all that stuff. We all know why it's bad, but nobody says anything I look about at, it. I look at obesity or people who have weight problems exactly like I would somebody who has gambling, alcohol, whatever. And food is just, a lot of times food's an emotional thing for people. Sure. Like they've it, it done all these me. studies on that. Yeah. yeah. They've done studies on like women that get super heavy a lot of times, suffered yeah. sexual abuse. There's a lot of fucking things that people do. We're so complicated. I got to be honest with you. Yeah. For the first time in my life, I can't stop eating late at night. Really? Yeah, dude. I get crackery. I get crackered up. <laughs> I start crackering up. And then I'm like, what? I'll eat it. Like, I'm a bitch mean? though, because I'm a real bitch, because I'll have like a couple pieces of cheese and an ice cream sandwich, and I'm like, can't eat for a week. You know, I'm a, <laughs> I'm a little bitch. Like yesterday, because you fucking brought pizza, and I only had one. I had two bites of pizza, and I had some chicken. It was called Main Chick. It, yep. It was delicious, delicious, by the way. Delicious. My mouth's watering. Delicious. I haven't eaten yet, and I'm starving because I either. worked out a lot yesterday. Same. I need to eat. I didn't do the workout part, but I'm 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 down to eat. I'm gonna eat like a mother. I'll go to the window. Yeah, the window's a beautiful thing. If you want to go, I'll go. Okay. You said it, I'll go. All right. I'll do it. The windows never gets old. That potato bun oh. and that cheeseburger, that shit's mm. fucking good, man. I have high cholesterol, so I'm I'm careful. 
when you were talking and we were in perfect synchronicity, I literally could have started dancing. I was so happy. Yeah. What do you mean? When When you're talking about the burger, the potato bun. Yeah, that potato bun is good. The fresh cut shoestring fries. Yeah. The uh, fresh pressed lemonade. The window's got something to say. Oh, God. He's got something to say. Well, I, I got two ears and I'm listening. Yeah. And that, that, and don't kid yourself, that fried chicken sandwich. Oh. Oh. Ha! Le frit, le poulet frit. Le sandwich, poulet frit. I don't know if I like the window as much. I, 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 I think I like it as much as High Host Cheeseburger. Look, being in Southern California, everybody has an opinion, but hi ho for some reason they do they do it right well it's wild beef it right. so it's a lot of fat so it's delicious it's great but hi ho i'd say here's in and out for me hi ho's right there yeah it's like right there yeah if yeah. not tied and yeah. then the window's like right there and it, then everybody else for is, me it comes down to the the quality of the meat it really does i think it's it's probably it's probably hi ho then because that's yeah. Wagyu. It's grass-fed Wagyu beef. Yeah. That grass-fed and Wagyu doesn't really make sense because Wagyu's always marbled and super fatty. So that's what's weird about it. It's fucking delicious. Yeah. No, there's nothing like a burger. There ain't, there ain't, there ain't nothing like a burger. Yeah, no, well, I, I don't I've feel that way, ones, but though. now... Yeah, well, you eat... Because you eat Long Dong Silver. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. And you eat, Long John Silver. You eat Waffle Silvers. House burgers, dude. Yeah. By the way, that, that waffle wasn't bad, it's disgusting. Though. Uh, it's great you gotta be nobody goes to Waffle House sober fucking driving I just get a text you know we're stopping at Waffle House right (laughs) I was like it's 12 at night dude we just finished doing a live show pulls in he goes he goes like this he goes what do you want I go I don't know he goes what do you want I go waffle you go you go ahead you go ahead I'll meet you at home. Yeah, <laughs> you are. You can be a bit of a bully sometimes. A bully when it comes to food. Yeah, you're just a bit. Or you mean in general? You can just sometimes. No, sometimes you'll just get a thing, and you're just like, today I'm a bit ornery. I had a tantrum this morning for no reason. Sometimes I throw tantrums. I would say I'm 95 percent pleasant. Yes, five percent though. It just it's like uh, don't. Hundred percent. Five percent. Sometimes you're like, I think I'm gonna fight today. I wouldn't have fought that dude though. No, I would have gotten his face. And, yeah, I know. And then you know what I you know what would have ended up happening? Hmm. Maybe at some point I would have apologized. <laughs> <laughs> well, with you, if go, all the guy would have to say is, "Hey, I'm sorry, man," and you'd be like, "Ah, it's okay." Exactly. Yeah, you're very, very. As long as people treat you respectfully, you you go out of your way to be even more respectful. He initiated it. though. He goes, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" Like we're in his way. It's a crosswalk that's twelve feet wide. Here's you the bottom just walk line. around us. Here's what you are. You're a team player. No, I'm a man of principle. And you're a team player. You you I'm are you are a guy who says, I'll do my part and I'll and I'll be selfless for a while and I'll take a back seat as long as we all move forward. It's a smart way to be. You're a yeah. good you're a civilian. You're a good citizen. I'm a good citizen. When <clears throat> I go, when I'm in a line, believe me you, I am there to get the shit done and get out of the way. I'm not holding the line up for anybody. Period. That is my mission. It's not yeah. only to pay but it's to be as expedient as possible so the next person can get up there and get their shit done. And you're not afraid of voicing your problems if somebody's <laughs> keeping that line of waiting. Because if somebody's kind of lollygagging and writing a check, well, you'll go, ah, for a- fuck's sake, dude. <laughs> okay, my wife You'll knows make this. a scene. You'll actually make a scene. I, okay, when, we're, when we go to a restaurant, okay, or when we're uh, uh, buying ice cream with the kids, 
or we're in line at fast food place. If somebody like gets to the line at McDonald's and we're behind them, and I swear I've had this happen, somebody will go to McDonald's and go, ah, what's good here? I go, huh. I will literally go, huh. I can't stand it. I can't stand what's my time being good wasted. Here? I've heard what's somebody say, what's here? good here? Yeah. I, and I will just go, huh. I was like, stop, you can't do that. I'm like, yeah. I can and I will. Yeah. This person's wasting our time. Yeah, well, I've You've seen never that. been to fucking McDonald's But it's before? always a housewife with two kids oh or it's, and she's wealthy. It's always a wealthy white Karen with two kids who is just going to take her time and let her kids try every single ice cream in the tub before she orders it <laughs> I know, this and then cool. take every custom thing and argue with her kid. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how many people are waiting. She'll take 20 minutes and just, and I, I was at, trying to get ice cream with my son. And this woman is just literally taking all the time. Yeah. She's just like, There's you no know what? Else. You know what? It's fine. I'm going to build a fire here, but I'm going to start the fire using just wood. I don't have a lighter. I'm going to rub wood and see if that works. I was like, "Listen, yeah. you fuck, you entitled." What I don't the like strawberry. I don't like, like entitlement. Fucking strawberries, bitch! Move. I, I can't stand entitlement. Yeah, that's why if I if I'm doing stand up and there's a there's a bachelorette party of hot girls, yeah, I don't want them anywhere close to where I'm sitting. Sit them in the back. And oh, by the way, they're going to be drunk and I want them, get them out of there if they start making noise. And if so, if you see a bunch of hot girls and it's usually like two kind of slick dudes, yeah. slick muscular guys with like sequins on their shirts and they got like seven girls from from the strip club with them, that's going to be a bad scene. Yeah, I always hated bachelorette parties because of the dick paraphernalia. Oh God, it's so annoying. Veiny pink dick uh mugs, dick straws, dick dicks on the like in the beret it's, it's with on springs. So, it's so dumb. Like dude. dick unicorns. It's, it's so like, not funny. It's so uncomfortable. And guys don't go around with like a fucking like Arby's roast beef sandwich on our head. Like you know, I also don't no... like I yeah, I also don't like um, It's fucking disgusting. I mean, I don't like people who do bar crawls on those bicycle, those bicycle, they're, everybody's biking, everybody's pedaling to yeah. get to the next bar and they're drinking. We're, we're six months away from Jay Davis doing a Purdue show on those where you're going to go around Los Angeles. It's not a bad idea. On a bike bar and have a comic. Jay should take that idea. Two comics telling you jokes idea. on that. Yeah. That's but whenever you see that, that group of people bike biking, that giant piece of weird thing, that bicycle. Yeah. And they're all drinking. Those are, that's like, all over Austin and Nashville. That, too. that jogging groups, people who meet up in a group and jog every morning. I have nothing in common with these people. And then probably most people under 30. Yeah, I said it. Can I tell you, I was flying here and I got to the airport. I've been drinking and I got an hour sleep I go to the TSA pre-check line, and as I'm walking in there, this cluster of slobs, a family of slobs, gets in front of me, and I the go- slob family. I go, here we go, here we go. And I walk up, and it was one of those things where I could walk a little faster and get in front of them, Yep. but I was like, yep. no. That's where you, that's, wait. that's that negotiation. I'll wait. Yep, do I, do I cut them off? Do I, because I'm, otherwise I know, they're not going to walk on the conveyor belt. 
Nope. So now I'm waiting. So I waited and they all walk up and you know what they do? They walk up to the guy at the TSA pre-check line because he's there to make sure you have pre-check. The other line is where everybody goes and you only do it when you get up. So he's standing there waiting to see if you have pre-check. They walk up, boarding passes. How do you not have your fucking boarding pass out? Right there, I'm set off now. Not only did they move at a glacial pace, now they're there eight deep and they don't have their shit ready. So now mommy's got to pull the shit out of the bag. Like, did you think, have you been to an airport in the last 10, 15 years? Right. You have to have your boarding pass ready yep. to enter the airport. Yep. So she's like, oh, we, <laughs> oh. Now she pulls him out and I say. You had to say something. I, of course I had to say something. I have my ear pods in and I go, why God? <laughs> <laughs> I said, why, God? That's and as actually the woman, genius. As the woman is pulling them out, she turns around and looks at me. And she gives me a look. And I just, like a bad doggy, what, is, what, is, what does Stevie do? <laughs> just this, look at the The crowd. name of this episode is called Why God? <laughs> why God? Dude, and like... There's somebody, there's somebody's family member dying of cancer. So somebody's dealing with like, somebody's not, sometimes have drinking water, you know, Why God? water. And I, you? I exclaim to the heavens, I communicate to the celestial gods out in the heavens. Why God? It's such a great way of letting the person ahead of you who's being an idiot though, know that they suck. Oh, why yeah. God? <laughs> That's so good. Why God? You can do that in some movies, like just in the middle of the movie. Why God? Get up and leave. You can do that in a relationship when you're done. Uh, Why God? Drove me fucking nuts. Um, do we have questions? Is that what we're doing? Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got some questions. I, I had some. I had people. So so everybody knows we have our big and hungry podcast Instagram page. If you go to the Big and Hungry Podcast Instagram page, we will, you can submit a question and we will, at times, at our leisure, answer these questions. Well, you can also email. You can email us to yep. big, the big, you can email questions, video submissions to yes. Big and Hungry Podcast at gmail.com. Gmail. Yep. So big and Hungry, and hungry not the big, but Big and Hungry Podcast at gmail.com. Send in your video submissions and we will answer them send and in your video comments too while we're discussing this follow us on instagram at big and hungry podcast and please rate review and subscribe we love the comments on youtube and we especially love seeing on itunes all the all the wonderful comments and ratings so keep those coming but uh let's get to our first question this first video submission is from elvis from connecticut elvis from first connecticut. Off, great name look at him hey brian this is elvis from connecticut let me ask you something who you think will win a fight? A lion or a giraffe? A giraffe. <laughs> okay, so he said, what, who would win in a fight? A, a lion, lion or a giraffe? Or a giraffe. Or a giraffe. A giraffe. Okay, First so, off, it was awesome to meet the son of Clarence and Alabama oh, oh. Worley from yeah. Romance. He finally grew up. His dad's got an eye patch, and it was great to meet Elvis. So, so Elvis, 
Yes, it was. And Elvis, Liner Giraffe, obviously this question is for you. You can answer it. I have no stake in this game. You get off on a lion's humor. not going to, a lion alone can't take a full grown giraffe down. And a full grown giraffe can kick a lion to kingdom come. And he can also swing that fucking head of his and hit that lion. Oh, do lion. they use it as like oh, a battering ram or something? They, they, they've killed human beings. A photographer was killed last year Shit, so they'll take their head swivel it down they, and they swing their head at you like a wrecking and, ball and yeah and and killed killed a uh a photographer last year uh wow. they they will swing that head that's how they fight that's how male giraffes fight each other they that's fucking badass. watch bring up bring up giraffes fighting dude and they swing their they swing their necks and hit each other like a bowling ball and it's no joke and you can hear it so this, like this last story. episode when I bring up subject a topic and I talk about slobs and you don't contribute at all, I know you're sitting there picturing two giraffes yeah. hitting their heads or Watch wondering, this. when can I talk about a Watch raccoon? This. They're just like hanging out. Oh. <laughs> oh. See that shit? Oh, body blow. Yeah, that believe me, that's gonna hurt. Believe me. They stand side to side. Bow! See Boom. How, see how they're missing each other? Oh, you get hit in the face like like that. Then they're using their horns to wreck each other. Oh, damn. Ooh, Ooh ouch, ouch! Right, right in, in the, the fucking throat. Right dude. in the gullet. Yo, see how they're oh moving out of each God. other's way? That was a nice slip. That's ah. brutal. Yeah, it's a good slip. But use your hooves. Ooh. Oh, nice Ooh. shot. Ow. One yeah. The left there, the now, right. if that hits you, oh. you're, you're you're as a human being, and you get hit in the head with those horns, you're oh. you're gonna die. What are they fighting over, by the way? Die. Uh, what would two pussy giraffes? And <laughs> pussy always pussy, always pussy, or or or. And when you say territory, it's because when you have territory pussies there. Yeah. They're not fighting. But over you're fighting else. over vertical airspace. Look at the long. Look at how long those necks are. My joke is that they're those are two gay camels. <laughs> oh. oh oh down goes frasia down Boom. goes frasia he knocked himself out oh he, he fell down i think wow down for the count we saw i never saw uh that was the the jake paul ben askren of giraffes right there yeah. it lasted one round and yep we got a knockout yeah Very i would exciting. say i would say that fucking um a giraffe, one lion alone has trouble with a giraffe. They can jump on their backs, but giraffes kind of run and kick you off. It's really hard. And there have been a lot of cases where a lion runs and, and a giraffe just just chests him, just just boom, hits him with his chest. The lion flies off. What's the top speed of a giraffe? I don't know. I'd say I stumped you. I'm gonna say a I'm gonna top say speed 25 miles is, per hour. I'm gonna say 30 miles an hour, 33 miles an hour. All right, let's see who's got the over. Might be more though. Oh, 37. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, 33. I was off by a little. All right, let's see this All next right, second question. one is uh, from Brandon Barranco. He looks like a Brandon. He looks very Callan sweet. Callan and mm -hmm. Steve, what is going on, boys? This is a question for you guys. Uh, well, first off, I actually drove to Nashville last week because my boy moved to Nashville from New Jersey. So I drove 14 hours, Ooh. got to uh, Tennessee, and then Wednesday night drove to Nashville and then back home to Jersey Thursday morning, and I am in my podcast studio where I actually started my own podcast solo and also with some guests every once in a while, and it's called the Keeping It Real Podcast. And uh, Callan, you were a really huge inspiration to me, you and Rogan and Theo and Brendan. But um, 
you know, right now I kind of started the podcast with COVID and, you know, stand-up comedy has been not really even like a thing on the East Coast unless you're kind of like a already kind of famous guy. It's just, it's just kind of weird. People wearing masks. And also you have like the whole cancel culture and like just you political correctness and you can't really say what you think. Also, you have social media apps like TikTok and stuff like that that only really promote, they don't promote thought-provoking comedy. They promote like just people having sex and girls getting naked and all this like kind of like just just hookup culture it's just like there's no substance in any of the podcasters and any of the comedians it's just it's just kind of like the same pop culture bullshit so a young 21 year old kid like me um trying i try to read some books Callan, you put me on some cool information and stuff like that i just try to i try to make thought-provoking videos thought-provoking podcasts i try to push the envelope with the people that i talk to and stuff like that but in a in a society and a culture where you can't really do that, what is some advice and and marketing advice as well to just try to you know get yourself started and also get your feet wet with comedy in the new style of podcasting and social media, but at the same time they're kind of censoring what I say. Like I have clips on making fun of Bill Gates on TikTok and and TikTok won't let me post that. So it's like, what do you do with this? So any advice? And also, if you guys want to come to Jersey and record in my podcast, <laughs> if you ever do something like that, or if you want to come on my podcast, that would be dope. That would be dope. But thank you guys so much. Big He's a good hungry. kid, man. And by Very the way, they're 21 years old. That's a thoughtful dude. I love when yeah. people are like, these kids today. Now, that kid's thoughtful. And, yeah. he, and, he, and he's hungry, and, he, and, he's, and he's interested in the world. And uh, But I would say, I don't know how you want to answer that, but I, I think that any kind of the great thing about being a comic and being in the business of, you know, podcasting or whatever is that if you live in a world where there's a lot of political correctness, cancel culture, and you know, and you're not allowed to speak your mind and there's censorship, that's a good thing for an artist because it gives you something to rail against, gives you something to fight against, gives you a mission. You, you, you become, you become sort of the, uh, the dissenting voice you become what's called a dissident you become a revolutionary you should be the one bucking against the status quo quo everything in oscar wilde's uh, um term uh, his famous saying everything popular is wrong and right now there's a lot of bad ideas out there that are very popular and you know thank god that's the whole point of comedy so if it bothers you the way it does write about that make fun of that there will be people who are willing to listen. You're a young, thoughtful dude. And um, and obviously, if you keep reading and you keep thinking, and mainly if you let that anger turn into something productive or let that frustration turn into something productive like comedy, um, you're on your way, right? It's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, I was listening to him and he's like, I want to do something thoughtful because you go to TikTok. It's just, you know, hookup culture, people banging, hot girls, people partying. I'm like... That sounds pretty awesome, actually. No, Steve, hold on. That's not what he was saying, Steve. He's <laughs> no, talking about it's not, pretty good. It's not a lot of... But it, I would say this to Brandon. I would say, you know, to anybody younger like himself, even whether it's podcasting or stand-up, I, I really think that the opening act is a blueprint for all that. Yeah. It, it is It is uh, an elder statesman, Cedric the Entertainer, disseminating inspiration to a younger comic and Jimmy O. Yang and saying, look, it's going to take a while for you to discover your voice, whether you're writing, whether you're a poet, whether you're a painter, whether you happen to be in the film a stand-up comic. I think all those lessons are all in that film 
not plugging it. I just think that I've already said it, you know, yeah. in, in the film, the opening act. And I, I think that's that's kind of the blueprint for somebody starting off with anything. And also there's always going to be a lot of shit. You know, they, they, the one thing about having access to a podcast studio, having mm -hmm. access to YouTube is it is the cult of the amateur. You're going to have just so many amateurs out there yeah. who are just saying shit because they think they have something to say. But most people don't. Most comedy's not good. So, you know, all your only job is to try to continue to be original. Don't worry about how much is out there, how much shit is out there on TikTok. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. The, the whole point is for you to be, most people are going to not be good at this. And being good at it is not easy. It's hard. It takes, it takes not even, I don't like the word hard work because what does that mean? It takes actually digging deep, sitting down and thinking deeply about why you feel the way you do about things. Why things don't sit well with you why things do sit well with you, why you understand inherently, emotionally, intuitively that something's right and, and inherently, intuitively why something is wrong. That might be one of the cool things about comedy and about opinions. If, if, it's, if it's a thought, see, your opinions have to be backed up with thought. An opinion isn't a thought. Opinion a lot of times can come from attitude. An opinion is not emotion. An opinion can come from attitude or an opinion can come from thought. If it comes from thought, it means you earned your opinion. So make sure you think. Think on your own. Also read. If sometimes you're lost, that's when you read people that have been around longer, that, that, that have thought about things longer, about these things, have experienced things. That's why you read, because it gives you a perspective on the world that you didn't think you, that you didn't even know. You were blind to it until somebody goes, well, look over here. And you go, oh, fuck. That's why ideas, that's why education and ideas belong to everybody. It's not hard. It's like they. It's like I told you this Aubrey de Grey one time was talking about the seven different ways the human cell breaks down, mm -hmm. and I, I was like, he used the word mitochondria, and I was like, I'm lost. And my friend said, Dude, 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 hold on. He's just talking mechanics. Mm -hmm. Don't let the words scare you. You can understand this. Right. You don't have to be scientist and super smart. This is it. He's just explaining the seven ways that a cell breaks down. That's right. not that hard. It's exactly like just listen. And I was like, okay. And I listened, and I was like, oh, I kind of get it. But I was intimidated. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's science. I'm not going to understand. No, no, no. Hold on. Who wouldn't be? I mean, when I was, before I did stand-up, I was uh, an amateur scientist, and I wrote a book called Mitochondrias and Me. I don't know if that's it true. it never that... caught on. I was like, well, maybe I'll get into stand-up. So that's where the pivot happened. So you never but got you paid got for to, science. No, but you got you to give yourself the opportunity yeah, yeah. to learn about those things. Yeah. And what kind I, of science were you involved in? Well, it, my, the science I was into, I was developing a theory on the six ways a, a cell can break down. But then I okay, heard there's that seven. there's seven. And I was like, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah, So I got out. You got yeah. out. Yeah, Because you much. couldn't add to Aubrey de Grey's work. Yeah, yeah. But, uh... Yeah? Why'd you do that? Why'd you go, yeah? You know, I, uh... <laughs> Man, you're a fucking liar. Let's... Next, next fucking video. This is Lee. He's a six foot four, 21-year-old Irish... Well, he's got a he's got a strong jaw. Hi guys, um, this question is for Brian, and what I want to know is, what was your ideal height and weight be, and why? I'll probably guess why, because you won't be enough for me. But <laughs> wait, <laughs> rewind that because he's got the greatest accent I've ever heard. And, uh, Hi guys, um, this okay. question is for Brian, question. and what I want to know is, what was your ideal height and weight be, and why? I'll probably guess why. Because you won't be enough for me, but because you, right, you won't be enough for me. Because you won't be. Oh, is that what he said? Yeah. This is something about beating. What's his, so what's his name? What's four, his name? Lee. 
Lee, Lee, I think I think you're from Belfast, or you're from the north of Ireland. Lee, uh, first off, stop. It looks like he should be holding a balloon standing next to Papa. Well, that, that, that's a good point. Because he's got, he's got, got a hat pulled up. He's got a, got a bright hat. shirt on. It's like picture day for third yeah. graders. Well, my feeling is he, he's a big guy. He's got a strong jaw and he'll punch you in the face. He's going to fucking knock you out. That's right. Uh, it looks like a rough kid. Um, and I love the accent. And I think the musicality suggests Belfast or somewhere like that. Um, he is my the ideal height. I like 6'4". Six 6'4 four. Six four is no taller than 6'4". Although I do play with the are. idea of 6'6". Six, six. You are so happy right yeah, now. Yeah, Randy Moss, 6'6". <laughs> six, six. He could not have asked a better question to yeah. make you happy. Yeah, long legs long <laughs> legs and long arms I like because you can you can jab somebody's face off. You can wrap them up in jujitsu. I always come back to combat. I want to come back to combat. And I want, I want broad shoulders and I want... Yeah, I don't know. I I haven't seen you this happy in days. Look, yeah. at, you are smiling. You're beaming like, no, because your son, the, like your son scored at lacrosse, but he didn't. Because the question is, is it 6'4", 220, or is it 6'6", 240? That's okay. the dilemma, Steve. Okay. Okay, that's the dilemma. Yeah. And a lot of it has to do with like how... See, it's not about height and weight. It's proportion. How long is your neck? How long is your torso? Yeah. You want a shorter neck. You want longer arms and longer legs for sports. Yeah. If you're a wrestler, if you have longer arms by two or three inches, ankle picks are way easier. The guy's in trouble. Mm -hmm. Your clinch is harder to deal with. Your jiu-jitsu on the ground. If you, if you understand how to jab somebody, i.e. like Thomas Hearns, you're going to be... So, two, look, 226.4, I'm not mad. If you're like Brian, six six two forty. If you're like six six two forty, that might even be too. That might, that's that's even more to handle. But yeah. am I am I built like Antonio Gates, you know, uh, or 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 Randy Moss? You, right. you got to choose Antonio Gates, Randy Moss. You're splitting hairs now. You'd be happy you're, either way. Well, you're splitting hairs. Do you want to be as muscular as Shannon Sharp, or do you want to be? Do you want to be long and muscular thin? Like tall and th and 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 muscular, like Derek thin, like Jeter, Jeter's or do you want to be deceivingly athletic? Yes, know. he is. Yeah, J Jeter's six three two twenty. Yeah, I mean, you look at I've seen him. him. You would I've think been he's next to him. Five eight and a no, no, no. buck seventy. He's a big guy. But yeah, he's a big guy. Any of those pro athletes are always surprisingly way bigger than you are. Yeah, but then you see a guy who's six six two forty. That's kind of gigantic. Yeah. That that might be a little alienated. That's a little too big in my opinion. So, mm -hmm. you want something that's manageable. You want to be able to sit in chairs. They're just things and you you know at 66 220, yeah. I mean 64 220. Now, Steve, is it 66 220 or 66 240? This is a very important question. Are you 62 200? Yeah. I don't want 62 200. I I take it in a heartbeat. But I want 6'4", 6'4", 220 is probably the weight. Now wait, Steve. <laughs> How about 6'4", 265 like Francis Ngano? No, no, that's that's That's, that's huge. bulky. It's, that it's bulky, bulky until you're Francis Ngano. That's you're checking a bag when you're flying. That's that's too much. But it doesn't look bulky on some people. Some people it looks it bulky looks, on them. You know, you're, he's a bulky guy. Well, he's got no fat on his body. He's a super athlete. Of course. Look up Shannon Sharp shirtless. 
I got I got a couple things. I got a couple things. Dude, your web history. If you ever got hit by a car, Anthony. Oh, and, I know. And somebody looked at your web history. Just I know. like I was thinking about that. Look yesterday. at Shannon Sharp. Look at Shannon Sharp. He's he a, he's been that's that's the body. He's he's extreme, been ripped since he was five. He's an extreme yeah. mesomorph. Look at him. Look at him right there. Look at that. And how old is he there? That's natural. That's not steroids. That's no, no, Shannon that's Sharp. natural. Yeah. Look look at that motherfucker right there. Now hold on. Go back. Go back. That's now he's older. He's still at his age. He's shredded. He's oh, jacked. He's, he's yoked. Oh, it's a whole different look. Yeah. But th- look at that. Look at that muscularity. How the fuck yeah. are you? That's a whole different level. Now, that might be too muscular. It's just a little too much, maybe. I mean, it's just. But for who? I don't know. But that's Shannon Sharp. What are his stats? How, he's six four, probably two forty. When he was playing, what was he? Let's see. 6'2", 228. Okay. Yeah. 6'2", 230. Okay. You would take that. Huh? You would take that. Well, everybody would, would take be, that. Who but wouldn't? wait, now go Randy Moss shirtless. Now, Randy Moss, who was faster than any of these guys. Is that Randy Moss? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. That's, that's Randy that's Moss Randy right there, Moss. yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's Terrell T.O. Owens. Now, T.O. T.O. 6'4". T.O.'s got a crazy body. Yeah. Well, that's that's what's his name. Why is there not? I mean, now now now, now we're just... Now now you're apples and oranges. I, I, I can't believe I'm spending this much time on this question. But, but I mean... I, no. But it, I've thought a lot about it because to, to what degree... You're you're a civilian. If you're if you're walking around as a civilian, To's got a a ridiculous body. To's just stupid ridiculous. Who's that's To right there? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And still present day to this day. Yeah, he's he's yoked, shredded, and he just ran. He just competed against uh, I think a rookie in the NFL and dusted him in a I forty yard did. dash. Did he really? Yeah, it, was, it well, just came out. To like shut a year people ago. down. To's just on a different level. I yeah, love so. I do too. I actually do too. So um, I'm going 6'4", 220. Yep. I need those two extra inches for the hell of it. I'm not going 6'4". I'm not going 6'6", 240. Although I want it. (laughs) I want it. I'm happy the way I am. I wouldn't change a goddamn thing except for my eating habits. Should we do this next question? Yeah. Fuck though. Wait, do I have to decide? What are you, 6'6"? What do you, uh, Anthony? What do you? Six four two twenty six six two forty two twenty. What are you? You're six, six three. No, I'm saying what is you? What are you choosing? Oh, uh, you're six three two twenty right now. Yeah. Big guy. Yeah. Were you yeah, athletic? But, Did you play sports? No. Yeah. See, it's oh, not. It's not. A, it's not a Randy Moore. It's not a Shannon Sharp. I mean, he's big, athletic guy, but it's. Yeah. I'm talking about. We're talking about if you had the proportions of. What are you right now? You're I'm one seventy five eleven five. Oh, I'm actually exactly an inch, uh, an eighth inch off of six feet. If you really want to truth, but my my six feet is bullshit. Yeah. My legs are short. My arms are short. I don't have. It's all torso and neck height. It's bullshit height. Yeah, it's a bullshit height. I should be five nine. So I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> I would say I would take six four two forty. Six four two forty. Two forty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait. That's 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 a linebacker. That's that's yeah. a linebacker. That's, I think that's, the the greatest proportions is answered by the great and late Christopher Reeve in Superman the Motion Picture six four two twenty five. 
Was that how big he was? That's what he. That's how he answered it. Two two twenty five. She said two two twenty five, and then he went. But that's yeah, it. I like that. All right. What are you? You don't care. Six foot uh, one eighty. No. What What is your? What do you? What do you want to be? Six foot one eighty eight. No, I'm saying that's what you want to be. Yeah. All right. I don't know anything more. All right. Next question. Yeah. Right, Nothing would change. I'd still be going to Arby's. Yeah. I'm not catching a football anytime soon. You got to be six four. This is from Joe. He is from the UK. Steve, roast him. Yo, Bri Bri, you sexy thing. 420 today. Simple question. You blazing or no tucks? It's considered the devil's lettuce in the UK, but you Californianites know how to rock it. Let's go, the boys. (laughs) But did he have a question there? No. Let me watch that shit again. God, he's so high. Yo, Bri Bri, you sexy thing. Hi, Brian, you sexy thing. 420 today. Simple question. Simple question. You blazing or no tucks? It's considered the devil's lettuce in the UK, but you Californianites know how to rock it. Let's go, the boys. Let's go, the boys. You Californians know how to rock it. Oh, my God. You remember that Martin Short movie where he plays Clifford? Where he's a grown man playing a six-year-old. Yeah, that's the English version of. Yeah, Clifford. that was pretty impressive. Oh my god! Well, thanks. I mean, I I, I haven't smoked weed today. I I don't that's probably not my won't because I you get, like it. No. Yeah, I don't like the smell of it. I don't it, like patchouli I like the oil. Smell, I don't like any of it. I like the smell of weed. It just doesn't do it for me. I don't like anything associated with it. I, I hate too the much. Grateful Dead. I hate all that shit. That phone died. That camera died. I know. We're doing these questions, so I just figured we're yeah. going to use this one anyway. All right. Next question. It's from Joey Hayworth. There's no other Haworth. There's no other. Uh, he looks like a hockey player. What up, Brian? Steve. Question for you. Celebrity boxing match. Chris D'Elia versus Brian. Who wins? Ooh. I beat the fuck out of Chris immediately. Ooh. Oh, you're you're really, really confident. No, I mean, I huh? just hit Chris in the body. He knows this. Chris wouldn't last. Chris, Chris doesn't fight. Hold on. As an objective viewer. Yeah. And somebody that doesn't know much about you, you guys, obviously have trained. He's trained. He's not trained. Oh, he, t- he did jujitsu. He did yeah. jujitsu, right? Yeah, it doesn't matter. He's... Wake me up from a nap. It okay. doesn't matter. Delio is what six two. Doesn't matter. He's yes, g- he's got a reach. So with his jab, he's not keeping you away. Me, me, it doesn't matter even a little bit. Give him everything you want. You're pivoting to body shots. He's he. No, I'm hitting him anywhere I want right now. Well, have I'm, you, I'm have ta- you ever sparred? A lot. What do you mean? Have I ever sparred? A no, lot. with with Delia. Stalia, it doesn't box. He doesn't know how to throw a punch. He d- wouldn't wow, even okay. know what to do. He doesn't know where to stand. This it would be a disaster. This is a very direct answer. Him. You didn't even entertain no, 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 the no. thought. No, but, well, I mean, Chris knows this. Okay. I, I, I text him once a week and say, whenever I wanted, I could piece you up. And then I just write <laughs> LOL. That's what I say. Yeah. I, 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 I don't ever ask that question. The question itself is insulting. Mm. I would piece him up. What happened to Ben Askren? Is what would happen with Chris Leah. Now I would never do that, but I'm just saying. Yeah. I'd I'd light him up like a Christmas tree, bro. Right. It's a Christmas tree. When if Chris got in the into the ring with me, I see a Christmas tree. What would it take for you to lose? What would you? Well, like if you had an eye patch over one eye, would he have a chance with you? If it was one arm behind your back, would he have a chance with you? Y- yeah. I mean, if he had a, a maybe, I'd jab his face off. But yeah, probably. Is everything okay? I'm not that good. But I mean, if I'm fighting a guy, if I'm boxing a guy who's never boxed, it's a problem. Who is a comic you know would beat you? In boxing? 
Yeah, in a boxing match. Malik Malik Basil would beat me up in 30 seconds. He's a boxer. He's a real boxer. No, I'm talking who's one comic that you know that you There's a guy, what's his name? How about Um, Dove? Dove boxer. Dove would be, I'd have, yeah, Dove is a better boxer than I am. Dove, 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 Dove yeah, Dove's very good boxer. I think Dove would absolutely. Dove would take you out. Just his sport. It's his sport. Yeah, he'd knock me out. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think that Dove just, he's a good boxer. Yeah. He's good. He'd buy, yeah, Dove would Dove would fuck me up, I think. Were you wow. about to say Matt Rife? No, I've I've sparred with Matt. Have you? Yeah. Matt's, Matt's too, not a boxer. He's too good looking. He's great. I love Matt. But Matt Matt's a video a, the other day. It looks pretty good. Yeah, he's not a boxer, but Matt Matt's a young athletic kid, but we've yeah. moved around in the ring together. I love that kid. But wait, he's a sweet um, kid. but forget Matt. Um what, no, there's a guy named uh you could, Jamal you, you Jamal do. Neighbors. He's, oh, he's, Neighbors, he's yeah. Jamar Neighbors. He's athletic. I would never want to box him. He's too young and too strong. And he boxes a lot. Shredded. There are some guys at my age I can't box. If I was younger, I would box with everybody. Yeah. But I'm too I'm too old. I'm I'm too slow now. I'm I, I and plus I I can't take the I can't take it on my neck and getting I I fuck my whole body up getting punched in the face. I miss it though. And I will go back to sparring a little bit. I I know I will. But only with guys who are controlled. I can't do guys like Jamal, Jamar Neighbors. They're too strong, too athletic, too. Matt too... Rife, Matt Rife called out Logan Paul the other day, and then posted. Rife, no, Matt, Matt, Matt should not call out Logan Paul. But do you, when you're it, hitting mitts, are those patterns? Yeah. No. Right so now, is right the coach now, right now, reacting in real time, or is it like hit two, 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 three, 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 one, one, one? Yeah, it's not. It's not how you learn how to spar. You can't hit mitts. Unless you're hitting this with a guy who's really a trainer, and t- and and there's uh, there's something very specific you're working on, which are patterns. Is mitts like Taekwondo, where it's like, stand here, do this, do that, do that. Is that what fighting? It's like? Fighting, whether it's Taekwondo, kickboxing, Muay Thai, is like everything you're doing in the gym with your trainer is is very specific. Okay, yeah. so whenever you kick, whenever you punch, like in boxing, if you jab, you 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 know that something's coming back. Mm-hmm. And know that it's going to be countered and you're going to get your jab knocked down. Everything you do when you... One of the things about sparring is that you, when you start working mitts mm-hmm. after you've been hit a bunch, you the way you hit mitts is so different. Because right. you're just always only concerned with defense. You're only concerned with where your head is. Is your head off the center line? Where's your head? I like. But how the fuck is, is Logan Paul... A professional boxer when he's never fought a boxer. Lo- Logan's not a professional boxer, but Logan. Or Jake Paul. He's fought a YouTube guy. He's fought a, a an NBA athlete, and he fought an MMA guy who is not known for. Stri- none of them are boxers. So how is he three and zero in boxing? Can he's someone explain amateur, this to me? Amateur record. But yeah. But who has he fought? Look, look. Are, here, are any of them amateur boxers? It's technically an amateur league. No, like I've always said, so I want to see. I want to see Jake Paul. Trailer. We have not yet seen Jake Paul fight a, a boxer. boxer. However, Jake Paul is sparring with real boxers all the time in the gym. But how are you three and zero in boxing when you've never boxed a boxer? Because he's a marketing. That's what I don't he's, understand. He's a marketing. He's smart about marketing. He's making his money. What I'm saying is that Jake Paul is sincere about being a fighter. And 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 he's really working hard. And if you don't if you don't study boxing, and if you think you can just get in the ring with Jake Paul like Ben Askren did, and be okay, uh, just because you're an Olympic wrestler, big mistake. That boxing's a science, and a guy like Jake Paul is athletic and hits f- hard. And when you and and he works really hard at boxing. When you have somebody like that, these kids are from these kids like he and his brother. Uh, Logan can punch. 
he can fuck and he spars. These guys both spar and they're big. Logan's really big. Logan's like 6'3 and he's muscular. These kids, and they wrestled in, they, they, they went through like a good, intense high school wrestling programs. Yeah, they're strong guys. You fight those guys because they really work at their boxing. You're going to get knocked out if you're not careful. Like I would never, me at my size, mm-hmm. I would never, plus my age, but even if I wasn't, if I was young, I would never get in the ring with either one of those guys because they're just too big and strong. You make a mistake, you get fucked up unless you're yeah, big. Yeah, you could be strong and tough, but I, I just don't understand how you go around telling people you're 3-0 and in boxing when you never fought a boxer. It yeah. doesn't make any sense to me. It's like the old joke of like, yeah. oh, I'm in the film industry. Where do you work? Blockbuster? It's like, yeah. I, I don't understand that. Jake Paul's next fight, if he calls out an actual boxer, is going to be interesting. If Jake Paul calls out like we were talking about Mario Lopez, but Mario's a little older now. But but I, I would watch that if. But God, God forbid Jake Paul calls out, calls out a guy like another MMA fighter who actually can box, like Kelvin Gastelum. <laughs> it, it's going to be okay, you're going to see a Mario very Lopez. Situation. I get it. He does it to keep in shape or whatever. But does but he, he spars too? Though I understand that. But has he ever fought professionally? No. But Mario Lopez is. I'm not saying legit, he's not a badass or anything. He, Mario Lopez, from what I've seen understands boxing has done enough sparring yeah and is athletic and strong enough to really fuck you up if you're not if you don't know what you're doing he's experienced mario lopez would not be you'd see a very different fight right now if mario lopez got in the ring with ben uh with jake paul you'd see a very different fight i don't know what would happen but you'd see i'd be very intrigued you'd see i don't know you'd see a very different situation it's like charlie sheen after major league comes out saying you know what? i think i'm gonna pitch against the yankees it's like is that what he said no oh. but that'd be fucking asinine right no but, that's, but, but, but that's my but, point but, i think it's just like okay no, jake paul i'm telling you this now i'm not gonna spend the 60 bucks or 50 bucks to see this until there's an actual fight I, i'm but, just but, not gonna but jake paul i'm telling you jake paul is very aware of where anytime you box his much as he does and you're getting hit and you're in the ring and you're training with real boxers anyone like that after three years knows exactly where they stand in the pecking order of boxing right but how i just don't understand why you say you're three and oh in boxing when you've never fought a boxer that's my point i i I, you know i'm not trying to make a mountain out of a molehill i just don't understand why everybody's like oh he's three and oh against who who would you like to see him fight next a boxer just or somebody. How about an MMA guy who can box? Sure. That's. I don't want to see him fight a boxer because that doesn't prove anything. There are too but many he's boxers. saying he's a boxer and he's in yeah. a boxing ring and he's wearing boxing gloves. Yeah. And uh, Ben Askren's not a boxer. Yeah. And so he just went in and I think he tried to get a payday and he's embarrassed and everything else. But I just don't understand why you're saying you're a boxer if you've never boxed a boxer. It's yeah. so confusing to me. Yeah. And everybody's buying it. Everybody's like, oh my God, he's fucking amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. That was ridiculous. Also, he didn't have to cock his glove and, and cry like he won some big thing. It's like you're fighting Ben Askren who didn't train at all and has never ever ever thrown a punch in a fight look he might be you know threatening and all that he looks like a night shift manager at pack sun i just don't find anything about him intimidating Who? i'm not uh, jake paul jake paul can crack great and he can wrestle i mean i'm talking about for a regular for a guy for just who's a guy, not a yeah. pro athlete sure for a guy who's new to boxing okay for a guy who decided to be a tribe boxing three years ago as a total beginner, okay, as a total beginner, he's he's done something here. He's done something. Now, he didn't fight okay. fighters. He fought that DJ. He fought Nate Robinson. A <clears throat> DJ, a New York Nick. Yeah. 
and a wrestler. Yeah. That's who he's that's who he's boxed. So now he's got a fight. Now I will be very interested Just to keep see. the freak show going. Yeah. But I'd like to see him fight. Take if he calls out if he calls out Conor McGregor or someone, that's a bad idea. I think he's gonna get, you know, if he tries to fight a real fighter, it's gonna be you know, he's not ready for that. But isn't his brother fighting Mayweather? His brother, I, I think, How do you I think never, his this is Mayweather. crazy that people are buying this shit. I get it. There's no big stars in boxing right now, except for, uh, I'm a casual boxing, just sports no, fan boxing's in general. Right? Boxing's actually big right now. But who's, who's the young kid? Garcia that's coming up? You got he's Ryan a good Garcia. Looking, Ryan got, Garcia, got, he's a good Andy, looking kid. Andy, he's Andy, really uh, talented, right? Yep, you've got. Uh, but Logan Paul is going to fight Floyd Mayweather? That's happening. Mm-hmm. How I mean, is somebody that is box somebody on YouTube fighting the greatest one? Because, art, because one of Logan the greatest Paul, bo- this is cr- because Logan why Paul is six foot three. Because There's Logan Paul six three two twenty. But why and, are we going to pay to see Floyd, Floyd Mayweather one forty five? It's a joke. It's a fucking circus. And if Floyd Mayweather doesn't come in and just drop him in the first fifteen seconds, it's an insult to humanity. This is where we are in entertainment. He's I not, find it absolutely disgusting. He's not going to drop Jake or Logan Paul. Logan Paul's huge compared to Mayweather. Well, no, he could drop he can drop Logan Paul if he wants. You'll see. You think? I know. Yeah. I mean, Logan Paul's going to Logan Paul can connect and stuff, but, you but see those videos you're going to see somebody... you're going to see I don't think I don't think Logan will hit if if Floyd doesn't want to get hit. I don't think Logan Paul's going to hit Floyd. And also, so much bigger. doesn't matter. They're both doing it for it a payday. Matter. I've seen guys that big get right? knocked the fuck out. Huh? That's why they're doing it for money. Yeah, That's it's it. fun. But you'll see if you if 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 I my guess is Floyd will drop a shot to to Logan Paul's liver and like have you ever been in a boxing ring? The size doesn't mean anything and when you're fighting a guy like Floyd Mayweather, it doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, you yeah. don't see him. You know, I used to try to fucking get in there with with my trainer Wayne McCulloch, who who granted was a world champion, fought at one nineteen, walking around at five seven, one thirty five. That guy could turn my head around anytime he wanted. This is my point, though. You know? We know, you and I know, so many actors, um, so many reality stars that do stand up, right? And then somebody's like, "Oh my god, I'm so excited! I get to see X Y Z at the Miami Improv tonight." And no, co- every comic in the world's like. Why? Why would you go yeah. see that? You can go see a road comic, you know, next Crush. week that's gonna kill it, as opposed to it's just a, it, because it's spectacle. It's I just like let me see what happens here. Yeah, I get it. You see a Joe versus a pro. Uh, do we have any more questions, or is that it? That was all the questions. Wait, I have one. I'm gonna send one to you too. Here, hold on. This is funny to me. What happened? Yeah, let's just stop for a second. Go back. Here's here's one more, and we'll end with this. I, I think this guy's look is fantastic. What a mustache, first This is of all. what we call... What's his name? Uh, I don't know. You Let me see. Video. I don't know his name. Hold on. I'm going to find he his name. Says it. He's going to say it. Um, yeah, anyway. Yeah, let's see what his name this is. This is what we would Brian, label. Can you label TGIF? Happy 420. This guy's fantastic. Uh, fantastic. In about this an hour and a half, I'm going to eat a ton of edibles, smoke a bunch of weed, and get really high. The question is... What's the best food to eat when you're high? Do you want to try and go for like a little tropical, you know, Speedo Beach, eating mangoes, eating tangerines? Or do I just go to Taco Bell and get a Baja Blast and some burritos? What's the best food to eat when you're high? Let me know. Is this Steve Byrne with a mustache? This is my He's favorite. He's fantastic. And now, wait a minute. Hold on. What's he going to do? Come on. Come on. <laughs> 
You're awesome. He's fucking awesome. Find out, wait, go back, go back for a second and let me see. That guy is fantastic. Hold on. What's his name? I think he's from Toronto. Hold on. What's he saying? Yeah. Canadian. He's awesome. Of course he is. All right. So he's he's my favorite porn star hockey player ever. He's got the mustache and the mullet. With a Steve Byrne attitude. With a great attitude. And did and did some did some rows, some upright, some rows. And everything he suggested to eat, I was like, I would do either of those right now with you. I know you would. Yeah. I tend to eat when I eat when I smoke weed, I'll eat I eat crackers. I keep eating fucking any kind of cracker. I need crackers. the crackers in my mouth. Yeah. And I can't stop. Really? And then I'll eat then I'll eat ice cream. Yeah, I can't do it, man. So the best food to eat when you're high? I don't know, man. I don't get high, so I I, I mean I I guess I have a stoner's diet, but I need a bunch of I fresh baked croissants. Greasy. Croissants? Croissants. I mean the French There's not guy. A lot of potheads hanging out. At a bakery, Brian. I know, I know, I know. I, I, or I'd make a shitload of chocolate chip, Toll House chocolate chip cookies with real butter. Dude, Gary's wife baked some. Oh my fucking god! Fucking cookies. She's great. I'm going home to eat a. Like this is me. I'm gonna power down a salad <laughs> and some protein, and then I'm gonna have a cookie. All right. Can I tell you, I know we got to wrap up, but can I tell you, I, the last time I performed at the comedy store and I got bombed, Frank Castillo, who won a, who won a roast battle on Comedy Central, mm-hmm. it was one of those nights where I was at the store and I was like, I just, I'm just having it. I'm going to have it tonight. It's going to happen. And I end up having a few JMOs and I'm drinking and I'm hanging out with the staff and there were a few people around. I was hanging out with everybody and I just went for it. And... The next day I showed up at the comedy store and it was one of those where you walk in and everybody goes, oh, there he is. Oh my God, are you okay? And I was like, whoa, was it that bad? And this one girl goes, one of the bartenders like, yeah, you were pretty fucked up last night. I was like, I was. She's like, yeah, you fell off the bar. And I was like, I was on the bar? She's like, yeah, you were dancing on the bar and Brent Moore and caught you. Otherwise, you're going to split your head open. I was like, oh my God. Holy shit. And then Frank Castillo comes over. He's like, he's like, man. You were crazy last night. I was like, I, I was I that bad? He's like, he's like, man, we had so much fun. You you were so encouraging of me and give me great advice. And I was like, oh, that's good. He's like, he's like, man, we smoked so much weed. I'm like, I smoked weed. <laughs> you were that drunk. I was that Holy drunk. Fuck that that's I drunk. Even, I didn't even. I was like, I never smoked weed. He's like, you smoked a lot you of smoked weed. Smoked a I lot like, of weed. I did. He's like, yeah. I was like, I didn't remember even smoking weed. God so damn. that it was that was. I guess that was the last time I smoked weed. Yeah, I can't do it. Man. You smoke a lot of weed, Anthony, right? I just look like I do. Everyone always thinks I'm a giant stoner. Yeah. But I'm really not. No? I'll, I'll, I do smoke. I'll smoke every now and then, but like... So when you smoke, you're just smoking nicotine? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I know it's terrible. All right. No, it's okay. I know, yeah. Um, He's a gentleman. But keeps yeah, your, keeps your head, you know. I don't know. It's just like not... I used to smoke a lot of weed. And then something happened where I just like I'll just get anxiety and I'll just like get tired. I know, dude. I can't do it. It just doesn't work. I'll start well thinking with me. about like all the stuff I got to do and finish, and then right. I just get I can't like sit still anymore. Yeah, you know, I yeah. just be able to just get high and like play video games, and I cannot do it anymore. I'm right with you. You know what? I'm you, right with you on that. The actual before that, I remember I was in Arizona. I was on tour and I smoked a lot of weed. And then that night, I got in a fight with a security guard. And then I fought on a, weed. A, I fought a bouncer, 
and then I fought this guy who got in the mix, and I I beat the shit out of all three of them. So I now consider myself a professional boxer. I was three and zero in one night. <laughs> Damn and it, I'm, Steve! I'm a pro boxer too. Let's get to our dates. Ah, here fuck. we go. Des Moines, Iowa. I'll be there April. 30 may 1st phoenix arizona i got the rock i got the rock in tucson may 5th cinco de mayo and then i'm in phoenix cb live copper blues live may 6th through the 9th get your tickets at briancallen.com and then i will be at the dc improv who knows if this is going on by then right I mean, will we chop these up? Fuck it. I'll be at the DC Improv April 29th through May 1st at the DC Improv with our good friend Bill Crawford from Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then uh, May 13th through the 15th, I'll be at the Raleigh Improv uh, with some good friends, Court McCowan and Two Tree Hill. A great musical duo. They're fucking awesome. And then uh, May 19th, we will be doing a Big and Hungry podcast at Zany's Nashville. Always excited. We got some special guests for that. And then May 26th, we'll be at the Brea Improv doing a big and hungry podcast right here in Southern California. So come out to the brand new Bray Improv. And then May 28th, 29th, going back to my favorite city to perform in Las Vegas, downtown of Fremont Street, backstage bar and billiards. If you're looking to get to Vegas this summer, come out with me. And once again, if you come up to me after the show and give me keyword Mandragon, we are instantly doing a shot of Jameson together. Ooh, so like that's it. the deal. So come out uh, to Vegas. Man and I'll be with Gary Cannon. And Mandragon. It's a great show. Fucking you and Gary. Holy shit. All right, everybody. Uh, do your do your uh, Phoenix dates. Phoenix, Arizona. I'm going to be in Tucson, May 5th. Cinco de Mayo. Tucson at The Rock, which is a comedy club. I'm doing one show. Maybe two. Not sure. Get your tickets. Um, and then, then I'll be at CB Live May 6th through the 9th. CB Live May 6th through the 9th. Phoenix, Arizona, get your tickets.